Security is not tools, right? Security is not tools. You can't tool your way out of security. You can't. It's not possible. It's impossible. Security is a combination of the right tools, the right human, the right processes, the right capabilities. Welcome to the Twins Talk Tech Leadership Podcast, where we highlight and explore the views of thought leaders and organizations across the tech industry. We're presenting topics on leadership, sales, and trends from our perspective as individuals and, of course, as twins. Welcome to the Twins Talk Tech Leadership. Welcome back to Twins Talk Tech Leadership. In this exciting episode, we're continuing with part two of our conversation with Matt Lee, educator, speaker, podcaster, and senior director of security and compliance with PAX8. Let's dig into this exciting episode. If I get new data, I'll be just as vehement about the answer and I won't stick to the old one just for pride. Uh, and I think that that's um, one of the things that when I get on stage, I hope to always be passionate about what I believe at that moment, but also listening to understand the delta and change and where I'm wrong contextually. Matt, this is David. And for our listening audience out there, we all can grow specifically in this area. It's one thing to want to argue, fight a position, to be able to take your stand. But it's another thing to say we evolve, we grow, we yeah. learn. And they say, 100%. this is the new stand. And, and that's what I love about that. And so what I got of what you shared, Matt, is this. You're driven by passion. You're driven by the mission. Even though you're an introvert, even though you say, look, my energy, I, I can manage it on the stage, give it. Yeah. I can feed the audience. They feed me. But when I come off that stage, I need to recharge. And I think that's yeah. awesome. In fact, my best clients as a public speaking coach are introverts because they <laughs> happen to have a greater yes. sense of awareness, right? <laughs> and, and that's the thing you got to do. When you're a speaker, you got to be very self-aware yeah. because your story needs to evolve. Your growth needs to be clear. And I love that you do that. And that fires me up because not everybody can tell the same story over and over again in a different way that seems like it's the very first time they're hearing it. And I love yeah. that. There's something interesting about you that most people the eyes? Right, they know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's your wife looking at your eyes. No, it, it's this. It's it, it, and tell me if I'm wrong, but I heard that last year you were home for 46 days of the year. Yeah. yeah. So what's it like being a road warrior? What's it like now that we're looking at this post-pandemic era that you're getting? Well, you already been doing yeah. it, but now more and more people are getting out there. What's it like being on the road all the time? You ever heard the term "road hard, put up wet"? Uh, I digress. <laughs> it's a horse term. Uh, okay. But the point the point is, I feel like those years are presidential. You know, this level of travel at a sustainability of not only the cycle of travel, but preparing for the next speech. I basically make new slide decks every time I speak. I don't I don't recycle the same stories, maybe anecdotal stories for sure. But, you know, I think for me, it's um, it's just again, it goes back to that whole management of the the, the costs right? How do I recharge? And, you know, some of those things are like exercise. I got to go exercise. If I don't exercise, I feel like crap and I go get worse. And, um, you know, mental health, my wife comes with me, you know, 80% of the time, my dog comes with me, my service animal comes with me when, when possible. And so you, you kind of get into um, that situation of just at least being cognizant. I think you said it well, being aware of your own self, not just on the stage, but also in like, I can't give you energy if I has no energy. 
Um, and I think that's something that you just have to manage and you, you let little things bother you and you got to work through logistics challenges. Like today, one of them was, you know, I was checking in somewhere and, and, and I was going to go get on this, this thing with you. And I didn't have a room ready. And that meant I might have to set up in the middle of the lobby and, you know, you had to go have these conversations. So there's, it's, you know, it's, it's, um, it's just, it's just challenging in the sense of it's logistically challenging. Um, you're always going, you know, I changed what time zones I calculated last year, like 96 times or something, you know, you start going into people complain about, man, I hate daylight savings time. They turn the clock up one time a year. I'm like, bro, that was last Thursday, Tuesday, next Monday, next Friday, next. Right. And so, you know, I think you'd call it out. It's hard. I don't mean it to be self, you know, self uh, woe is me, but it, it's challenging. Um, it's rewarding in the same right. I've walked in almost every city that, that, that you could think of in the United States. I've been overseas. I've been able to see places I'd never see. And my wife's been able to be with me during that magic. So it's positive and negative. I think that's all things in life. And then uh, life. And then I think if you take it even further, everything in life is how you choose to receive it and perceive it. And I think that if you choose to be positive more than you're negative, it usually works out and you're better. And, um, and you know, I, my former CEO, Chris Hoos, he taught me that one of the things that would happen is I get so angry about a client that wasn't doing, we asked him doing being jerks, beating up my texts and I want to fire him. We need to let him go. These jerks, let's go have a meeting and kick him in the teeth. And, you know, my owner would be like, well, it'll be all right, Matt, let's go meet with them, have a chat. Everything's going to be fine. And it was, and it always was. And, and I think it's, you know, whether we think we can or whether we think we can't, we're usually correct. And in the same way, if I apply positivity to things, it usually comes out better. And I say all that to say, when I'm on the road and I'm at the end of that 15th or 20th day and you're, you're in the, in the bottoms of the second suitcase you're in and you're having to deal with those things and logistic challenges come up and the airline's late and you just want to lay down at home and do a little recharging and close your eyes and have that music in your ears. It's hard not to be that guy and get angry and flex and do you know who I am and, you know, stupid stuff. And so I think it's a balance of, you know, at least always being aware of yourself. Uh, and managing those those costs and positives and if you're doing it well maybe you wind up with more positives than costs uh and and it works out but no it's been fantastic being on the road uh it, it's um it's awesome matt this is danny and uh I, I do appreciate individuals like yourself who are sharing wisdom and value to other people and are willing to take that time out of their life and travel in order to make that happen and there was a time in my career <laughs> This is after we sold our MSP and I was working leading global channel sales uh, as head of sales for a company that ultimately we spun off a portion of that business that actually went to Ingram Micro. And yeah, cool. when I was leading this organization, thank you, that uh, traveling around the world, I remember I would be in Asia, APAC, me somewhere for three weeks out of the month. Yeah. And uh, I just had my second child. And at that yeah. time, I was offered a promotion and that would, that would mean four weeks <laughs> of travel consistently and only being home on the weekends. And, and I just said, I couldn't do it anymore. Yeah. Uh, but I do appreciate the fact that there's a lot of road warriors out there. There's a lot of stress they go through before they get on stage to speak. As you said, mm -hmm. there could be flight issues. There could be travel issues. Maybe you're going somewhere and they didn't bring your, they didn't bring a prop that you need, whatever it may be. There's a lot of stuff going on, but yet we are able to take our time to give to the audience. And as David said, you know, introverts, what they need, they need that time to recharge as well. And yeah. so I know that you're maximizing whatever comes up. You're still giving hundred percent on stage, but and man, I got a, a big battery too. There you go. You know what I mean, I got a big old battery. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And it, it, it's so important. I want to encourage our audience. Look, we have, 
the members here listening, owners of tech companies, entrepreneurs, and they're listening in, it's okay to recharge your battery. And it's okay to say that, look, I might be on the road. I might want to visit a client. They're complaining already. And as Matt was saying earlier, it's okay. It's going it's to be, be okay. All right. And I want to let you know, it's going to be okay. Maybe you're struggling this month. Maybe you're not increasing uh, your MRR like you need to. Maybe you're not closing a deal. Hey, it's okay. You're going to be all right. Amen. So Matt, I want to, as we continue our conversation, and as your role as a Senior Director of Security and Appliance at Pax 8, I want to encourage our listeners, look, Matt gives some insights on what he does. I want you guys to follow him on his website, cybermattlee.com. And then not only do you need to follow him on his website, you need to actually listen to his podcast, Beard Banner Podcast. And he set a goal. The goal is a million dollars, MS for bike. And that means you guys got to participate. So look, if you're out there today, go put on those bike shorts. And if you say, Danny, I don't want a bike. I don't, that's not my goal. Then go get those pom-poms. Go cheer these people on and go raise the funds. Help Matt get yeah. to a million dollars. That's well, that a million dollars goal. next year, but this year I'll take a million if we got it. So I'm there with you. you go. On that. He will take a million Danny. if you got it. And for all those uh, billionaires and multimillionaires who is looking to retire and say, you know what, I got to give back to society because I did. I was just all me all my life. Here's an organization. Here's an opportunity to give back. He's willing to take it. Now, Matt, along the way, you're speaking to MSPs. MSPs have customers who are like, look, I don't want to spend the extra money. I know security is very important, but man, that's, that's so much money I have to pay per use per month. What can organizations do to take the right steps to enhance their security posture? And at the same time, why is it so important for organizations to push their employees to go at least have cybersecurity awareness training? We'll be right back after this short break. I am delighted to announce that App Meetup's customers can now benefit from the presentation and speaking training courses with our integration and partnership with DSB Leadership Group. DSB Leadership Group is committed to providing training and resources to support professionals becoming more effective communicators and increase their impact and value. And that is the reason why App Meetup and DSB Leadership Group have formed a partnership to make sure that our MSPs, which is you, can be effective and powerful speakers in the community. Whether you are hosting a major conference, a specialized training, or a year-end corporate event, finding the right keynote speaker or breakout speaker should be at the top of your priority list. Partner with Elite Speaker Services to book speakers according to your specifications and needs. Elite Speaker Services has the depth of speakers and the experience to bring you peace of mind and a successful event. Go to EliteSpeakerServices.com for all your event needs. Let us deliver the message your audience needs to hear. Let us deliver beyond your expectations. Are you someone who dreads public speaking? Does the mere thought of getting up in front of a crowd make you break out in a cold sweat? Well, fear no further because there's a solution that can help you overcome your fear and master the art of public speaking. Introducing our book, Talk It Up. A Guide to Successful Public Speaking. This comprehensive guide is perfect for anyone of any age in any profession if they want to improve their public speaking skills. Whether it's for a work presentation, a conference, a job interview, giving a toast at a wedding, or even a TED Talk. With Talk It Up, you'll learn how to craft and deliver a powerful speech that engages your audience and leaves a lasting impression. 
You'll discover techniques for controlling your nerves, protecting your idea, projecting your voice, using your body language, all to keep your audience engaged. Plus, you get tips on everything from creating an outline to using visual aids to managing a Q&A session. Imagine being able to speak confidently and being able to captivate your audience. With Talk It Up, you can become a skilled public speaker in no time. And the best part, it's available on Amazon. So you can start reading today and take your first steps to become a confident public speaker. Don't let your fear of public speaking hold you back any longer. Order your copy of Talk It Up today and start speaking with confidence. So I'm going to ask you, you know, kind of a simple question to dispel this kind of cost myth in conversation. Security is not tools, right? Security is not tools. You can't tool your way out of security. You can't. It's not possible. It's impossible. Security is a combination of the right tools, the right human, the right processes, the right capabilities. So what I mean by that is like if I'm a surgeon and I'm the best surgeon in the world and I'm forced to poke my finger through your fat belly to do an appendectomy instead of a scalpel, probably not great for you. Doesn't matter how good I am. I'm not great with this thing. But in the same right, if I had scalpel and Matt Lee's walking in going like Mr. Bean, oh, it's time to do a surgery. Not going to be great for you either way. And so I say that to say security is significantly more about the surgeon than the scalpel. And, and I think what comes into this conversation is we often talk about security as this net ad cost. Now, is there some degree to that that companies are ignoring some of the baseline costs that need to exist? Yeah, 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 def, definitely, 100%. Um, but that said, simple things can be the biggest impact. One of the larger impacts you can have once I land on your device as a threat actor is not having admin rights that I can use to escalate privilege or I can use to do things against other things in the network. But yet, how many people still give local admin rights? How much money does it actually take to take away local admin rights? Zero dollars. Now, you might have to have management scale. You might have to be able to do it with better baselines. So stuff just works. You don't need admin rights for as much. But that's just a heart and mind challenge. That's not a tool or cost challenge. And I think people put roadblocks up for themselves from security just by saying, it's so expensive, I can't afford it. Or on the other side, as an MSP, you're saying, hmm, I don't actually really offer any value and I can't charge enough for this. So I'm going to have to add some money for this Sentinel One, or I'm going to have to add some money to put in CrowdStrike. I'm going to have to add some. And in some ways, they're not really being honest about the commoditization of what MSPs are doing every day. And I think that part of it is, is to be spoken towards. That said, what can people do to, to secure themselves and, and not have to concern themselves with the money? CIS is extremely practical. And if you're a technician or an MSP or a technical person, or even a somewhat non-technical person, reading through the CIS safeguards and asking yourself, can I solve this with better process? Can I solve this with better procedures? There are tools, there are a way to limit this damage. I mean, if you follow CIS 1.1, Control 1, Safeguard 1.1, it says have a list of all your assets. How many people have a list of all their assets? If you want to know where I'm going to attack you, do you want to know where I can attack you? Right? Let's look at 2.1. Where's my software? What software I have? None of those cost money. Now, can you buy tools to make it more efficient? Can you buy tools to make it more accurate? Can you buy tools to do that? Yes, you can. But by God, I can write it in Excel. That costs nothing. Right? I, you know. $20 a month. You know what I mean? The number we're already spending. But the point is, you can do these things in ways that are just basics and they have so much more impact. Well, Matt, why might that matter? Let's take a look at some of the last few breaches, right? With, with LastPass, you had a exposed home user machine running a Plex server that was out of date. Well, was that on your asset list? Did you write down shitty machine with plate with Plex server? Probably not. 
right? And so the reality is we talk about security like it's always about money, really it's about intention. And I think we give ourselves a scapegoat answer all too often so that we don't have to do it. Um, and especially if you're in the SMB where you can't understand, like I'm not going to be able to teach you as an SMB LLMR poisoning and why you might want to turn off IPv6 for LMNR, uh, LLMNR, right? Because it's a way for me to attack your domain controller. Um, those are things that you just have to do and they usually don't even cost any money. They're configuration things. So I, I'm not going to give people that easy even out. I, I don't think MSPs, service providers, technologists, and, and security people um, are being honest with their SMBs. And I think they themselves are ignorant to a lot of what is security and are out there in that kind of format where they don't understand what is security and therefore it is tools. And, and I think there's a lot of factors of that. I touched on it on my main stage at Beyond um, in the sense that vendors have to sell product, just like you have to sell your services in the same way. Well, when you have an immature consumer and it comes down to this, this theory I call the middle theory, which is really just a restating of capitalism and saying, if you have an immature consumer, then the product being made will only be to the maturity of the consumer. You won't make that product better because capitalism doesn't reward it. It's stupid. And if your consumers are saying, I don't know anything about code and security. I don't know anything about what you're doing to defend your IM infrastructure. I don't know. Then they're not asking it. And as a result, the code and the products and the systems are only going to focus on what works. And what works is saying, stops all threats. Won't ever get punched in the face. No more cyber problems. When cybersecurity is about being punched in the face. It's about understanding that you have an attack surface. Someone's going to attack it. They may win sometimes, but you hope that you win more than them. You hope that you limit the damage. You hope that you keep the blast radius to where the soldiers on the outside field aren't impacted by it. You hope that you, you hope that you, and all of these things are about a healthy life cycle, right? If we look at NIST until they screw this up for me when they release 2.0, you have five things. It's identify, protect, detect, respond, recover. If you looked at identify and protect, which is know my stuff, which we already said nobody has these lists, and then we say, hey, protect it, which we already know you can't protect it 100%. You're just doing gradients of layered protection. The more impact you can make, the three-fifths is detect it when it goes bad and is anomalous, respond in a way that's efficacious and quickly, and recover if there's necess necessity to back to a useful state. That's three-fifths, and I'm not smart, but three-fifths more than two-fifths, as I understand it. So the challenge is they're introducing governance next year, which will make it 3-3, three, three, and then it just blows up on me, man, like the whole analogy fails. But the point is, security is not about protection. It is about the whole life cycle. It is about detection. It is about response. It is about recovery. It is about identifying what you failed on in your last set and the reason you got punched in the face, and then you make it better with better protection. And if you're not iterating through that and doing those things, you're not doing security. And if you're not getting punched in the face, sometimes you're probably not catching it. Uh, and I think those are the things. Yeah. This is David. Matt, <laughs> <Danny>. and I, <laughs> and <laughs> it's one Man, of us it's hard to tell. Question. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, here's the thing. And I, I'm glad you put it out there. We try to simplify things. We try to make it pretty. We put it in a package. Hey, buy this, implement this. It's going to protect your organization. The reality hey, fat is pills work, people, right? People buy them. <laughs> yeah. That's true. But you know, the truth <laughs> of the matter is that, that people are trying to penetrate. They're trying to attack. They're trying to find the compromises. They're trying to find the breaks. It's out there. And until you become more proactive and you yeah. look at this as more than just a patch, you look at this as more than just hiring some MSP just to come in and implement the next greatest, latest thing, you've got to change the mindset. It's the entire lifestyle, as you talked about. It's the yeah. surgeon that's more important than just the scalpel itself. You've got to have the right mindset. I love that. That's powerful. Uh, I want to ask this as, a, as kind of my way of looking at someone who doesn't have the background that you, my identical twin brother, has in terms of being MSPs, owning MSPs, being the background. It's clear for businesses 
that it makes sense to be proactive. It makes sense to be diligent, even more so than those that are trying to get in your business and find those compromises. But are there any trends you're seeing now? I mean, obviously you just got through this great conference, but are there any trends out there that we should be aware of? And then I've got to ask you this question that perhaps is jumping more on conversational tables now. And that is, what are your thoughts on AI tools like ChatGBT and other tools out there that could become threats as we look at this landscape going forward? Yeah. Yeah. What am I seeing now? I, I think it's the same old things. I, I feel like I'm just like, what is it? The Sisyphus. I'm just pushing this rock up the hill and it falls back down again. Like we talk about cybersecurity and new threats and zero days and everybody wants the flashy stuff. And yeah, it exists. It's out there. But most of the time, if I'm going to destroy you, you left a stupid password. You used the same one 19 times. You didn't set up MFA. And if you did, it wasn't very secure. And if you did, it's the same basics, David. Uh, are you seeing the techniques, tactics, and practices change? Yeah. Are you seeing a near asymptotic increase in the overall threat attack landscape? Yeah, totally. Lots of money in it. Lots of people come and takes the money. Um, and so, yeah, you're seeing this in, in a way that you haven't ever seen this kind of escalation. I talked about this with Beyond on the main stage. Um, and so you're seeing that happen. What are the trends I'm seeing? I actually think it's a positive trend. We are seeing people learn about cybersecurity, both through insurance influence, through education influence, like YouTube boys and myself. Right. It's it's happening. We're seeing people be uh, empowered and, and growing in their response capability. So that's a that's a positive. Right. I think we're we're heading down that path. I, I said that at the beginning of the year is my prediction. And I think it's continuing to play out. More people know what CIS is. More people know what a framework is. More people understand what governance is. More people are doing that. So I think, you know, my trend has been that the response is getting there, that we're starting to actually defend ourselves, which uh, makes me very, very happy. Uh, Danny. This this is uh this is Danny. Thanks, Matt, for saying that. You know, one of the things, if you own a business and you're going to be in a position one day that you're going to get hacked, and you better have that insurance. And I'm not talking about business insurance. I'm talking about cybersecurity insurance. Just yeah, like yeah. if you have a house and you live in a specific part of the country where hurricanes happen all the time, I've if you don't there. have flood insurance and certain type of insurance, guess what? Too bad. And so it's not only on the MSP, it is on the owner to learn as much as they possibly can when it comes to cybersecurity. And Matt, you said something very important. You said, know your assets. I mean, just the very basic thing, know your assets. Because if you don't yeah. know your assets, you don't know what they're gonna, you don't know what they're gonna attack. And if they attack and breach something and you don't know about it, and they're taking money every month, it could be a, a dollar a month, maybe out of your personal account. And, when, and they notice you're not doing anything. It can be $10 a month. It goes $1,000 a month. It can be $10,000 a month. It slowly will bleed you dry. And one, one thing that pops in my head, something very funny I heard once, is that passwords are like underwear. Don't let people see it. Change it very often. And you should share it with strangers. <laughs> and you're, you're, even, you're even taking that concept further in the sense that now we're going password lists. Now we're going to pass phrases and not changing them. Now we're getting into different protections and things as well. Yep. So, you know, you're, 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 ahead, you're right. You won't know where those passwords are if you don't know what your assets are, right? If you don't absolutely, know where the data is. Absolutely. Back to da David's first question around, you know, what about chat GPT? What about open AI? What about these things? You know, let's not make any bones about it. I think that everything that comes along scares people. I think everything that comes along is used for good and bad, right? And, and I think that's always the case. But what's interesting is nobody turns off their air conditioner when it's hot. Nobody decides they're not going to get power for that cell phone. Nobody decides they're going to turn off their internet. I think over time, we're always scared of new innovation and it always changes, right? If you look back to the Industrial Revolution, we would not have cities had it not been for the tractor. Because it allowed for the first time for you to have that seven-kid family not necessarily holding the plow behind the mule. 
and not necessarily picking weeds out of the garden every day. They're now doing that through automations and better science and better capabilities. And what did it create? Well, it created a lot of bad things. It created a lot of good things, right? And you might take your, your decision on which side of the fence, but the porn industry would have never been born without the industrial revolution because people would have still been working on farms, right? And so you get into this, every time something like this comes along, you have great innovation, you have great devastation, you have great challenges. And also, if you take the industrial revolution, there was a time where there was three foot of molasses covering Boston because some jackhole built a molasses tank and nobody had testing, nobody cared, nobody did any pressure, they raced through it. And I think just like anything, we always adopt the technology and then deal with the impacts of it. And I think that's that cycle will continue to repeat. Um, but I also think, just like as we talked about and beyond, that AI and machine learning and, and large language models are really good at solving problems. And I'll give you a great example. Imagine I said you needed to cover the 153 safeguards in CIS, and you need to do that with the least cost and most efficacy you could do. Are you going to be able to sort through all the products and see where 7.2, 7.4, 16.2, this one does that product, but this one does this product for this many Macintoshes, but doesn't cover Windows. And now this one does iOS, but not Android. Now I got it. But you know what can? Machine learning, large language models. They can do that really well. They're really good at finding the floor. They're really good at finding where that, that efficiency curve is. So I think what you're seeing is, yeah, you might see threat actors take it. You're already seeing it being talked about as better phishing campaigns, better attacks against people. But in the same breath, it'll aid you, the defenders of the world, to have better capabilities of controls and better understanding of it. And heck, even better identification of attacks and better identifications of resources and things that are wrong. So I, I, I don't ever take anything as good or bad. I can take this knife and cut my, my my wedding cake or I can stab you in the chest. They both have different implications, but the same tool. And I think that that's the piece I view it through in my mind. We'll be right back after this short break. Are you projecting the right image to your market? Are you optimizing your name recognition and presence online? Elite Public Image is a leader in strategic communications and marketing solutions, ranging from public relations, brand communications, and content marketing strategy to social media and reputation management for businesses, professionals, and VIPs of all types. Whether you're looking to develop a particular brand or need a brand refresh, look no further than Elite Public Image. Visit ElitePublicImage.com and let Elite put their experience to work for you. Are you tired of struggling to keep your team motivated and engaged? Do you wish there was an easier way to develop your employees' skills and build a high-performing team? Well, look no further than Mercury Learning Library and Coaching. If you're a tech company that values happy, high-performing teams and leaders, Mercury is the solution you've been looking for. You all have access to online training, bi-weekly group coaching to power up your employees, their skills, their leadership skills, their sales, and public speaking. And for CEOs and business owners, we have an offer exclusive just for you. It is a training track to help you lead your company to success. Here's the thing. Your employees want to grow and develop. They want to be motivated and engaged at work, but it's not always easy to know where to start. That's where Mercury comes in. We provide specific development tracks for managers, employees, and HR leaders to help them achieve their goals and reach their full potential. Hey everybody, I'm Christina and I'm a brand and image strategist where we consult you on how you're coming across, how your total brand, um, social media, the way you speak, the way you look, 
the way uh, your website looks and it's all important in encompassing especially effective communication. So I have a book that I'd like to recommend. This book called, called Talk It Up by David and Danny Sue Brown does exactly that. It goes step by step and it tells you exactly what you need to know. It is very easy to follow. It will boost your confidence. It will help you communicate effectively to your audience. Danny and Matt, thank you for saying that. It goes right back to your your quote earlier that it's not necessarily the tool of the knife, it's the surgeon. And I appreciate you bringing that up too because you can take the knife on the on your wedding day and you can cut the cake or you <laughs> right? can stab your partner. Yeah, yeah, either or. And it depends on what the insurance payout is, right? Like if we're really getting down <laughs> brass tacks. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I digress. Uh, I want to, I want to, uh, on behalf of my identical twin brother, David and I, we want to thank Matt Lee for joining us today because yeah. he is here on as an advocate, your advocate to help you feel confident, to not feel pressured that you have to buy thousands of pieces of gear, a license of software, but to really educate you to be able to take the time out of his schedule to go after these certifications, to be able to learn, to go back and make sure he gives that knowledge back to you as an MSP owner so that you can take care of the, the clients in your space, specifically the clients that are the backbone of our country, these SMB clients. We want to make sure that we help you to understand that if you have a question, Matt's here to help you out. He's not going to be in a position where you feel bad for asking. He's here to help you. And he works for a great organization. He talked about his organization that really supports him and supports his cause and say, Matt, go be the community. Go out there, love the community, give back to the community so they can feel special. And that's a great thing about PAX 8. They've grown. They were bottled up for a couple of years, and they're so excited to have that conference. Now, <laughs> PAX 8 offers a wide range of services designated yeah. to educate. Notice I said educate. Educate first empower and support their partners in protecting their clients' data, their clients' business, and secure them into the cloud. From comprehensive training programs, they've also built big, big organizations, communities to support these MSPs who strive to provide the best possible product for their clients. Now, to learn more about Matt and to support him, remember, he has a goal. It's a new goal coming up. It's a million dollars. We want to make sure that you guys are a part of that. You can just learn a little bit more about them. Go to CyberMat. And when I say CyberMat, it's CyberMatLee.com. And when you go in there, shave that beard. Remember, it's a click, click on it. It's a GoFundMe page. But I want to encourage everybody, look, think about the bike ride coming up as well. And Matt yep. has a very simple goal. He gave back. He gave back to the communities that needed him. He gave back to communities that were what I call didn't have much notoriety, didn't have a lot of fanfare they're smaller communities and they really appreciated that and we want to make sure everybody's a part of that so please go to cybermattlee.com you can also find them on linkedin but you can also find them at your nearest msp roadshow so we want to thank you for tuning in remember apply the principles that matt talked about today it doesn't have to be complex it can be very simple and as we talked about today if you're overwhelmed as a business owner you're overwhelmed as an entrepreneur it's going to be okay we want to make sure that you stay safe, stay secure, and we'll catch you on the next episode of Twins Talk Tech Leadership. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate y'all. Thank you for listening to the Twins Talk Tech Leadership. Please subscribe, download, and share this program. 
learn about sponsorship opportunities, and become featured on our program. Follow us on LinkedIn and other social media platforms. Be sure to also give our other program, Twins Talk It Up, a listen as well. We will see you next time in the next episode of Twins Talk Tech Leadership.